Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Turnbuckle. I'm your host, Sage, and I'm here with the lovely Madam Jade, bringing you another episode. We have some exciting news this afternoon. Um, so we're excited to get into this. So how are you doing today, Jade? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, finally getting some warm weather here in New York. I agree. I love it. I mean, it was a little too hot for my liking, but here we are. What can we do? It's summertime. Well, not officially, but yeah, we're getting there. It is. It is. But tell me what, what a wait, what a wait, what a wait. And what a crazy SmackDown this evening. Huh? Oh my goodness. Oh, yes, I have yes. to tell you, I was even, even watching it with people who do not follow wrestling. And even they were like, oh my God. Like, but the whole entire Bloodline story, they were like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, tonight for sure was just definitely a good one. It threw me off, threw me for some loops here and there with certain mm-hmm. things. But um, overall, great show. Great show, yes, great show. So let's get into it. First of all, let me just say, uh, the show took place in the Mohegan Sun Arena in Pennsylvania. A um, couple of tidbits about uh, this specific arena. Um, it hosted pro wrestling since um, an episode of WCW Monday Night Nitro. Remember that show? Oh, what um, yeah, throwback back in 2000. Um, and this was also the site for that controversial like Vince McMahon limo explosion. Uh, oh, I remember that. that they did back in the days, right? So that was interesting to find out. I also dug up that um, back in 2016, um, the 900th episode of WWE SmackDown was held in this arena as well. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got just um, one more little tidbit that this also was the arena that we saw the return of The Undertaker. Mm, one of so, many, you know, one of little, many returns. Many, many returns, but one of many. So just one, I thought that was a little bit uh, interesting that Serena had a little bit of history um, on this 1,000th 1, 1, day celebration. That's right. It's over uh, 1,000 now, but yes. How could you not? Over a thousand. Okay, we'll give How you that. How could you not acknowledge your tribal chief. Ooh, we gonna get to that a little bit later as well. I tell you, boy, there was a lot of acknowledgement going on. A lot. Spicy, spicy, spicy. But tonight was dedicated to 1,000 days or 1,000 plus days um, celebrating, you know, a phenomenal, phenomenal legendary mark. Uh, You know, as far as the WWE uh, championship goes. Um, only five wrestlers have held this championship in over 60 years for a thousand days or plus. So, you know, there was a total of 50 men since 1963 that has held this gold. So, just to know that this is the sixth man here to accomplish something and still accomplishing something that uh, many have not done in way, way, or, or on the way to a century, huh? Amazing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So um, just a quick rundown of those five 
We have Pedro Morales at number five. He held the belt for or the world championship belt for 1,027 days. Um, he was the fourth all-time to win the gold in 1971. Um, number four, we have... You can't see me, Mr. John Cena himself. Oh, of course he um, would do that extra intro for him. I mean, hey, we got to give the man his respect. And we all did see him retain the WWE Championship for 1,254 days. And might I add, he beat the likes of some big-time names, you know, JBL, Randy Orton, Seamus Batista, Edge, The Rock, Samoan himself, just to name a few people. Wow. Yeah, so got some big names up there. Uh, number three, Bob Backlund. Now, that chicken wing has put down many great wrestlers, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever felt that chicken wing, Jay? No, thank you. Mm-mm. Separate the shoulders right there. Well, Mr. Backlund uh, held the uh, championship belt for 2,135 days, uh, first in 1978. Um, and then came back 16 years later in 1994 and uh, won the championship again. But that was short-lived because somebody by the name of Diesel, a.k.a. Kevin Nash, took that belt in just three days after he Big won it. Big Daddy Cool. <laughs> Big Daddy Cool. So um, at number two, we have, you know, this brother, head of all the Hulkamaniacs out there, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> who held the championship down first in 1984. Um Total reign, impressive, 2,185 days. Wow. Um, and get this, he leaves the WWE, goes to the WCW in 1993, and returns back in 2002. And against all odds, get this, he wins the championship again at Backlash. And guess who he beat, if you don't remember? Oh. But he came back. Triple H himself. Wow. Talk about Hulkamania running wild on you. <laughs> but, um, and the number one slot goes to the Italian stallion himself, Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino still holds the first slot. Uh, won the championship in 1963. And, um, I, I believe he was, uh, the first person in wrestling history to actually win the title twice. So, you know, back wow. then, the he was the first to do it, um, to come back and get the championship a second time. And he held the championship for 2,803 days. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, all this is to say what, right? All this is to say what? Roman Reigns has surpassed all the famer after Hall of Famer. And he's he's hunting these guys down. So I think he only uh he has a ways to go, still young in the business. And I think um, you know, today's a very good day. And just give him his due respect. One thousand days and counting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You so, have um, to you have to. He's put in that work, he's put in that time, although a lot of people disagree with it, but you know, 
it is what it is. That's just how it plays out, you know? I mean, hey, I'm a man of statistics, you know, hey, do I have, is he one of my, uh, you know, top five guys? Probably my number six, you know what I'm saying, as far as athlete and as far as what he's done. Go ahead, I give him respect. The guy, the guy does his thing. He's he's taking some big time, big time uh, Hall of Famers down. And he's going to go down to the record books as one of the legends of all time. You know, I mean, we're talking about this is this Roman Reigns here conquered the beast Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam 2022 to retain that same title and keep that streak going. Not many people can say they've done that. Exactly. Only a handful, you know, so. And, you know, uh, on his 945th day, he made more history because uh, he retained his championship. That was his third consecutive WrestleMania going in, holding down that belt. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, uh, uh. So, you know, got to give him respect. But we'll get into that a little bit later, more of that going on. Um, how about that money in the bank? Coming up. How Before about that? London, July 1st. I think a lot of people's hungry. What do you think, Jay? I think they're starving. That's what I think. I think, well, first of all, these qualifying matches have everybody very eager to win and cash in on these champions. Um, I, for one, think that they're really trying to cash in on two people mainly. I don't think anybody for the men's division, I don't think anybody's really trying to cash in on Roman. Um, I just feel like they just feel like what the type of level he's on. And I think they just feel it'll be better competition if they cashed in on Seth. So I'm thinking they're coming for Seth, really. And I think for the women's division, I think they're going to come for Rhea. I think some of the women being that, you know, women can be catty. I think they're going to feel like I want to give this a go with Rhea. Not so much Asuka. But um, we saw two of the qualifying matches Tonight, um, we saw Zelina Vega, uh, and she won her match against Lacey Evans, who didn't wrestling much, but she, you know, somehow was in the qualifying match. So, okay, kudos to her. But I'm proud of Zelina Vega. You know, she went through something emotional at Backlash and being in Puerto Rico, being that that's her her, um, hometown, her ethnicity, where she comes from, where she represents. Um, and so it was, you know, she, she got a loss out there against Rhea Ripley, you know, but she still has courage. She still has that fight in her and she won her match tonight against Lacey Evans. And I commend her on it. If she makes it throughout the entire, um, money in the bank and she actually ends up winning, then, um, it's probably going to be another rematch for her and Rhea. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, um. She did a good job. Um, Zelina Vega did a good job against, I think, uh, Rhea Ripley, who is, I think, the most followed female superstar, if I'm not mistaken, I saw today. Followers she hit. Most followers. Yes. Most followers. And um, um, followers than Jeremy Renner. Interesting. Interesting. Um, And I think that uh, she 
speaking of Zelina, um, I think she showed that she can definitely stop the big gals, right? So that she can definitely uh, compete with the best of them. And she showed that tonight against Lacey Evans. Even though Lacey Evans, you know, threw that little cheap shot during the break, uh, as we saw in the playback, um, to try to get as much as an advantage as she could. Which shows that uh, she knew that uh, Zelina was a force to be uh, reckoned with, right? Absolutely. So um, congratulations to Zelina moving forward and that money in the bank. Um, and these girls were fired up, let me tell you. You know, uh, everyone came out originally on the uh, race and Waller effect. You know, she, he again, brought a top-notch superstar uh, debuting her championship belt. Um, none other than that who beat Bianca, which is still a shock, right? Yeah. Oscar, um, came in, debuted her world championship, and as uh, she sat with her interviews, and we saw all the other ladies come out and had a couple of things that they wanted to say. And before we knew it, we had everybody out there and ended off with uh, Bianca Belair coming out there with uh, <laughs> with a lot of, uh, I think, pepping her step and a lot of extra energy to dish out, you know, against Oscar. Uh, Yes, there was less braid swinging and more hand swinging. There was. That indeed, there was. There was. Match, as she is entitled to. Um, so I guess we can definitely expect that at Money in the Bank. Um, yeah. Bianca's coming back for what's hers. That's just period. We also yeah, I see that going on. Mm-hmm. We saw Mr. L.A. Knight, which I don't know. I just, I can't get into the whole L.A. Knight character. It's just like, I don't know, but the people love him. So he beat Montez Ford tonight. And it sucks. I was kind of hoping Montez would take that win. I feel like Montez can do really well either with a tag team or on his own. Um, But I feel like he should have won that money in the bank. But we already know WWE is trying to take L.A. Knight to a different level. Um, and he has the fans to support him, which WWE was not ready for at this current time. They wanted him to be a heel, but unfortunately the fans like him. So, you know, I know they're trying to take him to a greater level and that's good for him. I just don't understand why him, when you have a division of men, and I've seen better athletes and I've seen better characters and everything where they can take those men to higher levels. So why not them? And why LA Knight? I have no clue. You know, I don't want to sound harsh, but LA Knight just doesn't do it for me. I mean, he's a phenomenal athlete. They all are phenomenal athletes that have reached, um, you know, the platform of the WWE because, you know, it's a, it's a whole long road to get to the top of the top. But I just, I just feel like, uh, Montez Ford is a very phenomenal, phenomenal uh, athlete altogether. You know, as a wrestler, his uh, creative ideas, his his energy that he brings all together, and I think he's underused with uh, by the WWE in a sense. You know, not particularly just this match here, but the way he lost today was just like you can clearly see that he was just on another level in his fight, but yet you know he fell short to LA Knight, and um, I just think that it's a a little, um, you know, I mean, I guess we got to go with who 
the uh, WWE Universe is asking for, right? But Montez has a good following as well. Um, again, I told you I'm excited to see what his gonna his future is going to be, how they're going to use him, because I definitely think he brings that electrifying energy to the arena. Oh, absolutely. Every time. Every time. You can expect his matches to have you out of your chair. You can expect to see him fly. I like, fly in. Oh, my God. Many feet. Many, many hundreds of feet Don't in the air. In. Out there. I swear he should just be... He reminds me of those acrobats, like those trapeze artists out that like just flip around. Like, don't get me wrong. He's not as, I don't see him like Ricochet. Ricochet to me is the equivalent of a rubber band. That man could bend gold <laughs> and everything catapult across the ring. But Montez has a lot of athleticism in him and it shows. Yeah, these guys put their bodies on the line and you know what? They do a phenomenal job. So shout out to all of them at the end of the day, right? They definitely um, put in the hard work, and you can see it. You can see it when they get into the ring. Um, yeah, so so LA Knight advances. He joins uh, Shinsuke and um, The Miz, right? Yes. No. Uh, who, who's else? Oh, yeah. I'm, catching brief. Huh? I'm trying to remember. I'm like, did The Miz win that match? Believe Shinsuke and Miz. And... Um, it's going to be interesting to see who. No, it was uh, Bronson Reed and the other guy. Who was it that fought Bronson? I can't even remember right now. Uh, Shinsuke fought Bronson Reed and he won. And we were so shocked by that. And Miz fought Ricochet. Yeah. Right. But uh, It's going to be interesting to see who um, comes out on top of that money in the bank. And like you said. We, we know that a lot of people are hungry for that championship, but you would have to really, really, um, I guess, plan accordingly if you're going to go at Roman Reigns and you cash that bank in. Or I could say the same for Seth Rollins as well, but I think um, there's a lot more on the plate when you step up to Roman Reigns' corner. Sure. And as we'll get into later on, too, about the bloodline, you know how, you know, there, it, it's, 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 it's a real tough road if you're going to try to go and dethrone that man right now at this time. Very so, much so. Um, let me tell you something. I would have, I definitely, I'm going to tell you right now, not that Seth Rollins is not a tough fighter and that he can't stamp, you know, stop with the big dogs, but uh, he's a soul man. He don't have a faction. And Roman Reigns is a, is a, is a, uh, an enforcer, you know? Um, Yep. But I think that I think that um it's gonna be very interesting when we see uh the opening up of Money in the Bank, July the first. Very interesting. Um impressive impressive um win though tonight. Impressive wins tonight, impressive wins by uh well I wouldn't call it impressive, but you know, Mr. U.S. Heavyweight Champion Austin Theory, sixth oh, man to the team fight. Um, I, I gotta say, he's he's had the belt for two hundred nine days now, and at the end of the day, he is still backing up his some of his talk, even though he's talking profoundly. Very, uh, he kind of went at Roman Reigns a little bit, said you know, putting them two numbers together. So, I feel like everybody wants out. 
everybody wants to clout with Roman. Now that he's this top dog, big name, everybody wants to use his name to kind of like help them gain some form of recognition or, you know, stepping stone up forward a little bit more, but they need to relax. Speaking of which, you know, um, this new tag team, uh, pretty deadly, you know, just a little background on them. So, you know, they seem to be another tag team that's being pushed up by WWE, giving some spotlight. But, um, you know, they have worked their way up from some time now. So uh, these guys, pretty deadly, uh, Kit Wilson and Elton Prince, um, they worked from the British circuit in England prior to arriving at the WWE, worked as tag teams called, they were called uh, Greased Lightning. Uh, Hey, to each your own. Grease Lightning was their tag team name previously. And um, at uh, the International Pro Wrestling United Kingdom and Wrestling Force in England. In 2019, they debuted under the name that we know them now. It was pretty deadly for the UK's International Pro Wrestling. So they end up in NXT UK in 2019 because they had a little momentum going on. And from there, uh, they lost a couple of uh, matches, but they got it together in 2020, and they bounced back. And by 2021, um, they were NXT Tag Team Champions, and they actually held that for 287 days. And they unified the tag team belts, I heard, as well. Mm. Wow. So, a little impressive for them, you know. Uh, they still haven't grown on me because, you know, they got to get a better type of, uh, I think, costume get up for me. You know, they need a little bit more shirts, you know, but, uh, <laughs> the crop top's just not working. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm no fashion designer, you know what I mean? But, you know, impressive. Shout out to them. Um, working their way up again, reaching the platform for WWE. And I think the WWE expects big things from them, so maybe they'll be making a uh, some noise in the SmackDown world as well. Yeah, I'm sure of it. I'm you know? pretty sure of it. Yeah, yeah. So we saw. Oh, and and a shout out to AJ Styles. His birthday. Birthday boy. You know, uh, he joined uh, the OC as they took on uh, Hit Row. And they took a win. The OC took another win against uh, Hit Row. Uh, and AJ Styles, you know, throwing bows from the top rope. You know, uh, Top Dollar wasn't too happy about that loss, so he tried to get a little cheap shot. And AJ Styles had to let him know that he's the phenomenal one from the top rope, says that forearm took that, that, Top Dollar on his back. So that's right. Birthday to you, AJ Styles. And uh, Mia Yim, uh, well, sorry, I should say Mi Chin. Formerly known as Mia Yim, mm-hmm. had some words with BFAB from Hit Row on Twitter. They took to mm-hmm. Twitter mm-hmm. to have an all-out war. Interesting. So I guess really? if we see them in a match in the upcoming weeks, well, we know why. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess it's brewing up, huh? Okay. It is. Beef is getting real. Beef is getting, getting real. Very real. Um, What's going on with, uh, speaking of NXT, what's going on with um, 
this guy, Baron Corbin, he's in NXT and WWE. Like, he's trying to find himself. Like, what's happening with him? Who knows? I mean, he had his reign. He was all right. You know, he had his little rivalries that worked out. I think now he's just literally gotten washed up after so many losses over and over and over. It's like, all right, guy, just hang it up now. Yeah, I think uh, uh, he definitely, uh, I don't know what was expected of him, but now he's he's got his eye on, his, on the NXT championship. So maybe he'll make some noise down there and work his way back. Who knows? Yeah. He probably does need more, you know, performance trainings and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him, but yeah, he's 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 definitely um, trying to figure it out. So, good luck to him in the NXT world. So, hopefully, that you know, sometimes you got to take a step back to get that forward. I guess uh, this would be his opportunity to prove himself, right? Yeah, um, out there. So that's going to be interesting. So. Um, Seth Rollins is going to be facing Damian Priest at Raw, coming Raw for the championship. So Seth Rollins is not taking any rest. You took my rumor report right out. No, I'm I'm lying. Actually, sorry, sorry. No, that was one of the things I was going to bring up. Um, That's not my rumor report. I'll get to that later. Oh, go ahead, please, please. I was just going to introduce that. Yeah, um, exciting, right? I was going to say Seth Rollins is not wasting any time defending his championship, as he promised. He's out there. He's letting it be known. Listen, I'm champion. I'm here to defend. Here's this challenge. Who wants it? Come get it. That's it. And I respect it. I think think the fact on... So I think based on how Roman Reigns has been reigning lately, I think it's motivated Seth to go about his title reign in the opposite manner. And, you know, that's what he mentioned in his interview was that he's here to be the opposite of Roman. And so, you know, so far, so good. He's proving that. Stepping his game up. Big time. Big time. Which is only going to add to his accolades. Yeah. You know, um, I like it. I definitely like it. I like the fact that he's uh, really staying active. It seems like um, it's almost like, you know, <laughs> a politician running for office, right? He's like, I'm going to got a couple of promises of things that I want to do, and I'm going to stick to them if you uh, accept me as your people's champion, you know? Right. So he said he was going to be active. He said he was going to defend, he's ready to defend, and he's doing that. Um, so Damian Priest is no pushover. But um, like he said, he'll take on all challenges and any challenges. Um, and I guess people are stepping to the plate. And, you know, nobody does it better than Judgment Day. As they said, they they said they run the Raw. But, uh, you know, Seth freaking Rollins says WWE, it's uh, WWE Rollins show. Well, we um, know Rhea likes to uh, interfere and help her fellow teammates get a win. So... My head just thinking, Damien versus Seth. Rhea tries to interfere. Who would be in Seth's corner? Perhaps Becky Lynch. I can see Becky Lynch coming in. I mean, they they she's definitely uh she's hunting. I know she has her rivalry right now, 
So she's probably not, you know, that's not the storyline for Becky right now. But at some point, could it be? Who knows? But then again, you know, yeah, who knows? Because, you know, creative will switch it up on you in no time. As we saw. As we saw. As we saw at the main attraction and event that we were all waiting for. Um, you know, everybody was waiting to see what was going to happen. And, you know, I don't think anybody thought that this Thousand Rain celebration was going to just go all smooth without something being touched on with exactly. all this rivalry going on, you know? So uh, Triple H did come out and uh, he, you know, gave the accolades that Roman Reigns earned. And uh, presented him with a new title. Presented him with a nice beautiful golden new title now the man has three. <laughs> oh man um it's just better and better for him huh i guess so right i guess so but you know how how that goes you know um the long way down on that fall <laughs> whatever but, uh, um no kudos to him and uh, listen listen i'm I was I love the whole thing that's going on right now. I'm I'm a little bit, you know, pulled apart because my Uso brothers, I gotta I have to support them hundred percent. I was almost about to be a solo Sokoa like supporter, like but then he just flopped. Bye. Flopped. Flopped big time for me. I don't know, like solo, solo, come on, solo. What are you doing here, sir? Come on. But uh I guess that was all in the plot because, like, Roman Reigns is always ahead of the game. And um, she had said, or the manager of WWE Tonight had said that the Usos' plane was canceled, that they weren't going to be showing up. And if they did, that they had security doubled. And lo and behold, before the festivities could even begin, uh, the Usos showed up. And Jimmy had a lot to say. What do you think about that, Jay? Jimmy had a whole lot to say, but what stood out to me the most was that mush he gave Roman right back. I was like, wow. That boy got son. I was waiting. (laughs) Yeah, it was. He was like, it was like, I've been waiting to do this. It was like, wow. I don't think I've ever seen Roman Reigns disrespected on that level, much less by his own family. Like, Wow, I mean, there was a lot being said, man, and and Jimmy was quite the aggressive one today. I think Jimmy's just been holding up a lot. I think he's been holding a lot. I think he had a lot to say to Roman Reigns for quite some time now, and I think, uh, I think he's just letting it out, you know. But um, Jay is also holding the bloodline together. I saw tonight too because um, Jay had a choice to make. You know, Roman Reigns put him out on the spot. Roman Reigns said, <laughs> you know, the man just said, listen, your brother kicked me, so now I want you to kick him. Fix it. <laughs> he kicked me in the face, so fix it. Um, it was interesting. Um, but the twist was uh, Solo, see, uh, he seemed or appeared to make a choice of... Um, Stepping on the side of the Usos, and um, just for all that to turn around, and Jimmy gets the uh, Samoan spike, right? Yep. 
Yes. So, uh, That's, I didn't expect it. I didn't see it coming. I actually, so us knowing that obviously creative took this route where they, you know, they want to promote the tag match with solo and Roman versus the Usos. Once I saw that solo was like, Oh yeah, well, these are my brothers. And he sided with them. The first thing I thought was there's been a change in the script. Like how, why? Like this was going to be big. And then, you know, it, it caught me off guard. I was like, Oh, kudos to a WWE creative on that one. Cause they caught me, they caught me off guard. I didn't expect it. They made it seem like solo was doing the right thing. And then boom, they just snatched it out from under us. And, Solo remained, you know, loyal. Yeah. He did. I don't know. Um he remained loyal and and I think I think this is this is opening up just some next level type of contention inside the Samoan world side the you know uh bloodline in itself. Because you know Jay really wants everybody to be reunited again. And he said, let's get back to what we were doing and running this show. And uh, I think there's a lot of egos as well going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the Bloodline is one of the, if not the most strongest faction that have been around for a while, you know? Um, and it seems like they can't get it together. So what do you think is the... What do you think is some of the main problems within that faction? With the bloodline? Yeah. I think Roman, or so how they made it seem through the script is basically he's let he's let his title reign get to his head. Um I think once the Usos lost the titles, he kind of lost respect for them. He kind of figured it's almost like when you have the breadwinner of the household that, you know, now they see their significant other is not contributing to the household. So they feel like, well, I'm the one that runs this house because I'm the breadwinner. I'm the moneymaker. I'm the one producing results and you're not. So I think he has been walking around with this high horse of his. He's just mounted up on there and he's looking at the Usos now as if they're nobody. As if like, yeah, you have no gold, so you have no say. And I think that's crazy because the Usos have been have proven that they're one of the best tag teams ever. And they will go down. They'll they'll end up being in the Hall of Fame because the Usos, like, they dominate every time. Hit, uh, Jimmy and Jay have this amazing chemistry in the ring. They know each other. They know each other's moves. They just flow like water. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I just think that Right now, Roman is just on his high horse and his accolades are getting to his head and he just wants to be in control of everything to prove that he's head dog in there. Like, I'm the big dog. You guys listen to me. I'm the tribal chief. I'm the one with the gold. I'm the one that's getting wins every time I step in that ring. So who the hell are you two? You know, the ones who lost your titles who the hell are you guys to come in here and say anything to me? 
he's kind of looking at them like you're beneath me now. Mm-hmm. So act accordingly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's um that's pretty much what I, I think is going on. And uh I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to understand where it started going wrong. You know, I think um at some point it just became about record holding, I think, and and the sight of just collectively doing something great, you know, as a as a faction in itself. And that got low sight of, you know. And that was about just like if you're not bringing it to the table, then you're out of it. You're gone. Absolutely. And you know, we heard that tonight. You know, Jimmy Jimmy expressed that to some low. He says, you know, once he's done using you, he's gonna just take you to the side too if you're not doing what, you know. And he's not lying. He's not lying. Like I say every time, I'm a Roman fan, you know that, but they're not lying. That's what Roman's gonna do. And you know, I know it's scripted already. I don't know if they're going to go with the storyline or not, but they've been wanting Solo to be the one to kind of like dethrone Roman. Now, will he be capable of it? Who knows? I just feel like we need to see more Solo matches, like big rivalries and, and feuds before Solo can get on that level of competing with Roman. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's, I think there's a whole lot more for Solo to show to the WWE universe. Um, definitely, uh, he's he's shown that he can be in the, you know, on the top of the stage and platform. But I think there's so much of him we haven't yet seen unraveled, right? To show us, you know, what direction he's going in, or what exactly, you know, what's his outlook on everything that's going on because it's kind of like he's just the enforcer like they call him you know he's just doing as he's told and we're not really seeing any too much insight from him so we really don't we can't really make up to see what his his character is gonna you know mold into but it will be interesting i kind of like that the fact that they're taking their time with that that they can go any way they want to with it as well so that's going to be an interesting um point as well to get and it seems that jay Uso is He's just not with the, the contention at all. Seems like he wants everyone to get along. Mm. Um, but we can see that twist too, you know, because he just watched his brother get the Samoan spike and watched two of his bloodline uh, brothers walk away. Mm-hmm. And he's seen Jimmy being there for him through it all. Even when uh, you know Jay was having his his own little struggles and battles with the whole Sami Zayn situation, right? You know, so um, it's 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 um, funny because when Sami Zayn was under attack, um, you know, Jay Uso kind of took a step back, and he was kind of not really making a decision with that. And now Jimmy is is also taking a step. And Jay's kind of like on the, mm-hmm. listen, what are you doing? Yeah. And not taking a, not taking a, making a decision in that sense either. You know? Right. 
Right. It's going to be interesting. Um, I think they, they could do a whole lot with this. They could twist it so many different ways. And they're going to keep us on our toes. But oh. um, it's going to be, I'm, I'm looking forward to see through all this how the tag team championships, how Roman Reigns' uh, continuous thousand day reign is going to fall in between all this. And um, I don't see how uh, anyone's going to come up in between that. Right. I think it's going to be inside job if Roman Reigns was to lose his championship. I definitely think it's going to be inside job because right now I don't see anybody in the arena that can really step to the plate, step up, and even contend with um, what's going on right now. Right. It should right. be interesting. Should be very, very interesting. Um, great SmackDown show. Uh, um, I think that um, we look forward to this Damian Priest match coming up for Monday Night Raw. Um, so we hope that you guys enjoyed our updates, our news, and upcoming events. Remember, we got Money in the Bank coming July first in London. And uh, write us in our email, Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know what uh, your thoughts are. And who do you guys think is going to you know, win the money in the bank? Who do you think they're going to cash it? Who are they going to cash it in for? Is it going to be more so Seth Rollins? Or are we going to just try to go for Roman Reigns? Because guess what? You dethrone him. I guess you make history too, right? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, so email us. Let us know what you think. Um, and we will see you Monday night. Thanks for tuning in. That's right. Have a good night. Have a good night. Peace.